0: Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly podcast for the week commencing the 29th of November 2021. In InfoSec news this week, the TrickBot malware strain operators have been using a new method to check the screen resolution of a victim system in order to evade detection by security software and analysis by researchers. Last year, the TrickBot gang added... Various new features to their malware, which terminated the infection chain if a device was using non-standard screen resolutions of 800x600 and 1024x768. In a new variation spotted by threat researchers, the verification code has been added to the HTML attachment of the mal-spam delivered to a potential victim. Researchers primarily analyze malware in virtual machines which come with certain particularities, especially on default configurations, such as running services, name of the machine, network card, CPU features, and screen resolution. Malware developers are aware of these characteristics and take advantage of this, implementing methods which stop the infection process on systems identified as virtual machines. In TrickBot malware samples from last year, for example, the executable included JavaScript code which verified the screen resolution of the system it was running on. Recently, a threat hunter and member of the Cryptolamus Security Research Group found that the HTML attachment from a TrickBot malspam campaign behaved differently on a real machine than on a virtual one. The attachment downloaded a malicious zip archive on a physical system, but redirected to ABC's or American Broadcasting Company's news website in a virtual environment. If the target opens this HTML file in their web browser, the malicious script is decoded and the payload is deployed on their device. The email carrying the attachment was a fake alert for purchasing insurance, with details added to the HTML attachment. Opening this attachment launched the HTML file in the default web browser for the machine, displaying a message asking for patience for the document to load and providing a password to access it. On a regular machine, the infection chain would continue downloading a zip archive file which included the TrickBot executable. Downloading malware in this fashion is known as HTML smuggling. It allows a threat actor to bypass a browser's content filters and sneak malicious files onto a target computer by including encoded JavaScript into an HTML file. While this does appear to be a new innovation from TrickBot operators, the trick itself is not new and has seen use before in attacks luring victims to phishing sites. In March this year, a phishing kit was discovered which included code for checking the system's screen resolution. Since then, researchers have told various outlets that they've seen the tactic being used in multiple times in various phishing campaigns as a means to avoid investigators. The script typically determines if the user landing on the phishing page uses a virtual machine or a physical one by checking if the web browser uses software rendering such as Swift Shader, LLV Pipe or VirtualBox, which typically means that it's a virtual environment. The script also checks if the colour depth of the visitor's screen is less than 24 bits, or if the screen height and width are less than 100 pixels, both of which may be indicative of a sandbox environment. Trickbot is not using exactly the same script as the one highlighted previously, but does rely on the same tactics to detect a researcher's sandbox. However, it is a first for the gang to use such a script in a HTML attachment. This also may be the first time malware has used an attachment to run a screen resolution check rather than doing it on the landing page serving the malware executable itself, where previously the malware only checked for non-standard resolutions such as 800x600 and 1024x768, which are indicative of a virtual machine. More phishing developments this week. According to researchers at Proofpoint, advanced persistent threat or APT groups working on behalf of Russian, Chinese and Indian interests are using rich text format or RTF template injections. While the use of RTF text file attachments in phishing emails is nothing new, the technique has been used by hackers as an easier way to deploy, combined with the fact that many organisations will not block RTF files by default because they're a part of everyday business operations. By altering an RTF file's document formatting properties, it's possible for attackers to weaponize an RTF file to retrieve remote content from a URL controlled by the attackers, enabling them to secretly retrieve a malware payload, which is then subsequently installed on the victim's machine. Attackers can use RTF template injections to open documents in Microsoft Word, which will use the malicious URL to retrieve the payload while also using Word to display a decoy document. This approach also typically requires luring users into enabling editing mode or enabling content to begin the process of downloading the payload, but with the right form of social engineering, especially off the back of a convincing lure, a victim can be tricked into allowing this process to take place. While this isn't a complex technique by any means, it's simple and reliable to use and thus has become popular with several nation-state hacking operations, which can deploy RTF attacks instead of other, more complex attacks, but still get the same results. This prevents the actors from exposing more sophisticated tools, if discovered, resulting in greater operational disruption for threat actor groups to replace technical capabilities which have previously been discovered. According to researchers, the earliest known instance of an APT group using RTF template injections was back in February 2021. These injections were undertaken by the Do Not team, an APT group which has been linked to Indian state interests. Since then, several other state-linked hacking operations have also been seen deploying RTF injections as part of various campaigns, including the group TA-423, also known as Leviathan, an APT group linked to China, which has used RTF attacks in several campaigns since April. While only a handful of APT groups have attempted to deploy RTF-based attacks so far, researchers are warning that the technique's effectiveness, combined with its ease of use, will likely drive its adoption further across the threat landscape which could mean campaigns leveraging this technique are adopted by financially motivated cybercriminals. Earlier this week, researchers discovered several vulnerabilities affecting at least 150 different models of multifunction print scan and fax printers made by Hewlett-Packard, or HP. Since the flaws discovered by these researchers date back to at least 2013, they've likely exposed a large number of users to cyber attacks for a notable amount of time, HP has released fixes for the vulnerabilities in the form of firmware updates for two of the most critical flaws. These are CVE-2021-39237 and CVE-2021-39238. A complete list of affected products can be found within these two CVE advisories. The first vulnerability contains two exposed physical ports which grant full access to the device – Exploiting it does require physical access and could lead to potential information disclosure. The second one is a buffer overflow vulnerability on the font parser, which is a lot more severe, having a CVSS score of 9.3. Exploiting this gives threat actors a way to perform remote code execution. CVE 2021 39238 is also wormable, meaning a threat actor could quickly spread from a single printer to an entire network, As such, it is advised that organizations upgrade their printer firmware as soon as possible to avoid large-scale infections, which could start from this often ignored point of entry. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.